What's up, family? Welcome back to Yesha Bloom. It's your brother, Razi Fai, and I want to thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for being patient with me. I know I've been uh, irregular with posting that I would like to be, but now that I'm less involved in other projects and such, I can put more attention back into this as well. So here we are, and today I wanted to kind of talk about developing a spiritual practice. Now, this can mean many different things to everyone and different for all of us individually. But for me, I've noticed that within my life, there has been obviously like times I've shared when I've gone through traumas or was still going through them or, you know, just in the midst of growing out of situations that were just unhealthy and toxic for me and having to rebuild who I am, sometimes remember who I am, sometimes let go of old things and become new altogether. But I have found on this path, whether it is people that are in treatment for drug and alcohol use or people that are just struggling in general to rise above a certain circumstance or state of mind, I feel that it is ultimately important to develop a spiritual practice. Now, for a lot of people, this can mean Christianity or whatever it may take you towards, but we're just keeping it broad here. You know, there's no specifics. We choose what we want to choose. And that's also a part of this conversation, liberating ourselves from the path of conformity to individuality, which is not an easy thing. But some of us, you know, we're here to help. So here we are. Now, I feel like it is a crucial point on many of our journeys, especially growing from young people moving up into adult adulthood, you know, past 30s. And um, it can be a, a bit of a struggle to maintain, you know, aspects of yourself that no longer feel viable to you or, you know, having to withstand situations that maybe are uncomfortable or unfavorable in order to, you know, move forward. And sometimes I find myself and have found myself in a lot of places where I struggled to maintain a balance, to even find a balance sometime. And this is where, uh, luckily for me at a young age, spiritual practices started coming in. Now, for me, spiritual practice means taking a walk. It means drawing. It means reading. It means, you know, yoga. It means many different things. It doesn't necessarily pertain to uh, theologic words or, you know, philosophy of anything. It's just in general, my mind in the way I believe it to be, you know, I see anything that helps me to release you know, any and all stresses and also that aspect of myself that wishes to express itself that just isn't able to do so in the monotonous daily existence of my work life. So I have to find other means to satisfy my head, my heart and my hands and also my spirit combined with all those. And so in this case, I have to remember and also do things that make and help me to establish a better self, establish a beautiful day, or to simply endure things that are just uncomfortable. And I find that a lot of times within these moments, especially when I've decided to give up in school or when I decided to just quit on a job because I didn't have adequate support, you know, I didn't know how to call upon that strength within myself, you know, and a lot of us are taught to call on strengths outside of ourselves. We're not going to get into detail about that, but, you know, we'll just say 
vaguely one of those strengths we are we're taught to call upon are others you know and this is natural i feel because we live in a world amongst other people and we are social creatures and there's this always yearning for connection you know and so there's a certain level of uh i would just say support and certain things that we get from others which is we need and desired and healthy but i also feel that there is a certain level that that also fundamentally needs to come from within the self because it without that coming from within you you're always looking for external and outer things to help you strengthen something that's on the inside you know but this isn't really how things work in my opinion because i've spent a lot of my time looking for the right face to hang out with, looking for the right herb to smoke, you know, different things where I assumed and thought that if I have these things, then the inner me would be calmer. The inner me would be more satisfied with blank, blank, blank. And then I find that not only sometimes do I not even find or get the things that, you know, you desire or that you do, but they don't always come in the way that you expect. You know, I find that it, my inner self still felt just as crappy. So then I go to buy some shoes or buy this, buy that, buy this. You know, it's another external thing. So I'm like, OK, if I look good, I'm going to feel good. But then it doesn't work. You know, it works to a degree. You know, it works for a few minutes, you know, however long it does. But at the end of the day, when we take that off and we strip down and we see ourselves to the bare you know, face to face in the mirror, that's when all the things come back. When I'm going to sleep at night, that's when the thoughts creep in and they say, hey, you didn't deal with me. And so I had to learn to develop practices for myself, similar to what I've spoken on before, like having friends in school that were struggling to maintain, you know, uh, their emotions through anxiety attacks and such things. And I used to tell them that you got to learn to have things in place so that you can help yourself bounce back. You know, it's a little similar to that, but different because these are integrities, I would say, that we are learning that should be you. We, we should be learning. Let me phrase it like that as we grow alongside, you know, knowledge for material things and all these other things that we take in information for and build our lives around. But we fail to build our inner world, in my opinion. And so when this inner world is in turmoil, which most of the time it is, because there's so many outside triggers and emotional things that give us, you know, a, a reason to feel. We lose ourselves in those emotions or those emotions control us. We are not allowed to feel anything outside of it. And then we start to look at the external world once again, you know, and I'm not taking away from the trauma we've all experienced and the certain things that there's a conditioning to why we do these things the way we do. But I feel like there is still a certain level of responsibility, you know, spiritually or however morally that you can take for yourself as a precaution to combat these negative episodes, these negative states or people. You have to be able to find a strength within yourself and say, hey, we're going to endure this today despite. And you know why we're going to do this? Because of who you are. You know, whatever you have to say to yourself, whatever you have to remind yourself of or even reach out to someone that you haven't uh, spoke to in a while, do it. Because in those moments where we are down and out and sometimes 
most, you know, others may be busy. We can't, they can't answer the phone right now. You know, we have to find that strength within ourselves. We find it difficult to do. And this is where escapism comes in, in my opinion, you know, where we get loaded so we don't have to face these things. We fill our time up with a bunch of stuff to do so we never have to sit still. You know, we take sleeping pills so we can go to sleep real fast so that we don't have to think about anything on the way to sleep. You know, there's all this uh, escapism and trying to work around this inner feeling that some of us or a lot of us feel. And I feel that by doing so, we continue to further ourselves from the goal and not just the uh, outside goal for our lives, but the goal that exists within ourselves that I feel we should all be in a state of cultivation with that inner thing, whatever it may be to you, because without that, we are at the whim of everyone and everything and all little emotions and all trivial situations that may come up and then when serious things come up it's over it's over it, it's the coronary you know we're done we're, we're out it takes us out you know when it shouldn't we should have the strength to endure situations we should have the strength to call upon wisdom and experience instead of jumping off and doing the worst thing or self-defeatism or self-destruction because we can't handle the emotions that come with the situation or come with change in life or growth we have to learn to understand ourselves and why we do the things we do and how to best do those things so that we may move and ride this wave of life and the unexpected things that come from the external world we will not be at the whims of all and everything that we hear and see and witness Instead, we can stay composed, call upon our own personal integrities with love, understanding, and still be open to the experience of the world. So, as stated by many, you could be in the world, but not of it. And so, for me, I would say since 20 years old, a little bit younger than that, I would, honestly, in school, I always had things like skateboarding, you know, that I would do. You know, and sometimes I hate to say it, but sometimes my loves of creativity or expression became escapism because that was my only way to hold on to a self that I felt I was losing when trying to be an individual and having to conform to the ideals of society or the structure of the classroom around me. And we all have to do it this way. And so for me, I struggled like many to maintain that other self, that real me, that me that that seeks to express. It says, hey, don't shut me out. Don't quiet me down. I have something to say. I got something to do. And even if it's something that no one else understands, something you don't even share, something that's just for you. But it helps keep that smile on your face. It helps keep that soul inside you rich and full, even though we still go to the ebbs and the flows and we still get hit with things that will bring us to these other states like, you know, the reality of mortality and all many other things that may come. We can handle these things with grace and with the most and the best understanding that we can to that we can in this moment. But being able to do so with a strength that allows us to move through change, to move with change and to change ourselves willingly instead of fighting against what is and what we don't want and trying to remain where we were it's just not possible and i 
<clears throat> I feel that many of us rob ourselves of a life by doing this. Now, some of us kind of like I always felt myself may have been robbed before your adulthood even began. But luckily for me, I maintained my individuality, my, my sense of self, even though I was called weird, even though I was so many names of the book to my family in the outer world, I decided, you know, I guess I can't help it. I'm just going to go the way I go. I'm just going to wear this how I wear it. Bam, there it is. You know, and so people have to take it how they take it or they don't. But although I still battle and have battled with what I quote unquote should be doing according to America or should be doing according to my age, I still have more days where I don't worry about those kind of things. And I, I live the life I've wanted to live because the side of myself that is the individual that does what I feel I should do is stronger than that other self that isn't the real me. It's a half me that is afraid to be me that listens to and does every single thing that is, you know, put before me. Although my heart or my mind says this isn't for me. And so it's important, in my opinion, when establishing individuality and growing into the self and growing into adulthood where we may not have or be able to seek counsel all the time in family, friends, you know, lovers, whoever, we may not be able to always rely on that. And so I feel like it is important to learn to cultivate that faculty within yourself, that strength. So then as well, when you meet others who may struggle as some of us do, many of us do, that may come to you seeking counsel, I find myself never having the right answer because I'm not sure exactly what to say because everybody's experience is uniquely different in how they go about it. But I can share fundamental core things. It's just like, you know, there's many different kinds of plants. We're not going to add succulents to this group because it's a different thing for now. But there's many different types of plants and some special and some just, you know, common. Let's put it like that. And most of the time, some you need special dirt. But for the most part, they all need the same kind of dirt. They might need certain different type of being watered at a certain time. They might need different cultivation. But at the end of the day, the fundamental things that they all need are the same. So I feel like we should learn to look at things like that. At the end of the day, the fundamental things that we need in our hearts to keep us strong, to keep us motivated, focused and being able to share insight when others are seeking counsel, we must be able to do so by developing that inner self that inner truth, those integrities and morals of your own so that you can say to, to another, hey, it's going to take you some time. You're going to figure out in your own way, but start developing these core truths, whatever they may be to you. So I hope that everyone gets something from this. I know I talk all over the place, but I hope y'all still enjoy. I appreciate y'all for listening and I will be back with more frequently.